Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ray and Tay Today. Talking sports with friends. Bella, just talk about sports. Here it is, y'all. We're on the air. Sit on the sofa, throw your hands in the air. We're talking sports so you can come on and listen. NFL predictions, what you're missing? Nothing. We got you covered for college football, too. Every fantasy football. Friday, you could get what you need to hear. Mondays and Fridays, we're always here. Live on the air, you know it ain't fair. Because we spit it with crazy ill flair. Hip-hop flavor, crazy witty, extremely clever. You know it's gritty. Uh, it's talking sports. NFL. It's talking sports, college football. It's talking sports. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. We got a new intro. Yeah. Now you know you're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray Tall Rayside. And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor, and it is our college football preview show, sort of the unofficial start of our sixth season. Uh, we'll be back for the NFL start, which will be our official start. But join us. Give us a call, 718-664-9098. Like always, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're very social. Check out iTunes. You want to catch our, our podcast and listen to it you know, later. Ray, college football 2017 is here. I'm excited. I think uh, you got Ohio State at Indiana with the OC going over to Ohio State from Indiana. And uh, I think ESPN showing you the game like on four different networks or three different networks. So it should be a lot of fun. I want to ask you, the rankings are out. We talk about who might be in the Heisman race. What is the number one storyline for you going into this college football season and soon we'll be joined by our guest from Oregon Duck, George Reister. But what's, what's got you peaked and, and interested in college football this year? I want to see the upsets because right now it looks like the top four or five are being penciled in all the way to the final four. And it always happens, but these are your new found, you know, juggernauts. So, Ohio State, since Urban Meyer's been there. Uh, Alabama, winner of four of the last eight. SC, a, a team that's been, you know, up for a long time, been down for a while. Are they back? Um, you know, there, there are some te- Oklahoma. So there are some teams out there that are long favorites to win their division, to win their conferences, and go on to, final, to the, you know, college football Final Four question is who are the upsets how are the young up-and-coming coaches for example i'll give you a charlie strong how's he gonna do how's that he gonna south do florida team is pretty loaded right right south nice florida, can, he, can he go 13 and 0 well who can break in that who can break in that final four is it does clemson return but who that's not ranked in the top 10 or top 15 right now has a legitimate chance to be playing on January 1st in the final four. That's what I want to know. Cause right now it looks like everybody's going chalk. 
That's true. I think the thing that fascinates me the most is sort of the, the storyline of the quarterbacks, whether you're talking the Heisman Trophy winner from last year, trying to do the Archie Griffin and win it again in Lamar Jackson, Sam Darnold from USC, um, you know, Seth Rosen, Josh Allen from Wyoming. Can he stop the turnovers and be, you know, a top four to three to four pick like they're projecting? I'm sort of fascinated to see uh, it feels like it's going to be a heavy quarterback year. Let me not forget, you know, my boy from Washington, which, you know, I know George didn't really like him, but I think the kid from Washington is good too. So it'll be fascinating, but you're right. Like is the SEC going to be taken over? Cause it seems top heavy with Bama, but is Georgia coming back? Is Nick Chubb ready? Is, is, you know, the quarterback ready? Is LSU going to be improved? Um, Florida, you know, because other conferences, Big 12, Big 10, you know, uh, ACC, they're banging on the door for the best conference. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see, like you said, how it's going to play out. Obviously, we've got some big matchups early on. But specifically, I don't think the loser of Florida State against Bama is in any trouble because they can still run the table in their conference. So I think they could – Someone could lose, and both those teams could still be in the college football playoff. So let's start looking at the conferences, Ray. And, you know, it's one of those things where this season there's going to be a fight. You know, obviously every conference now, because the Big 12 has a championship, will, you know, settle it on the field per se, and we'll get a conference or, you know, championship winner from the conference. Starting off in ACC, what do you think, man? Will Clemson defend their stuff, or are you ready for Florida State or Miami? Who do you got in ACC? I think Florida State is taking over. Clemson's been in the national championship game the last two years, but a lot of that was on the back of Deshaun Watson. Now, I'm not saying they don't have a really good team, but – Florida State just seems ready. They seem ready to take over. Win or lose against Alabama on Saturday, I think Florida State wins the ACC. So you're all about Francois? <laughs> Francois, you got to say with that little French accent. You got to say DeAndre Francois. Hey, no, he showed us a team. lot. Remember, Ray, last year, the kids showed us a lot, took a lot of hits and, and kept fighting. So I actually agree Patrick with you. I have Murray, Florida State. Look, they, they have weapons. They have weapons, and you know Jumbo Fisher can always coach him some offense, right? So if their D can play, watch out. I mean, they could be Alabama. We're not making any predictions on this show right now, but they, they'll be there. And I think that Clemson, you know what? They've been to the mountain twice. I, I just think, mm, I think Florida's going to edge them out this year. It's going to be fascinating. They definitely are, you know, a legit um, contender. The game is in Tallahassee, if I'm not mistaken. No, it's in Atlanta, in the new Mercedes Dome. So that's going to be fascinating. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. So that's going to be great. So let's move over to the Big Ten. This might be the most contested conference with Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, and Wisconsin, four teams sort of battling for that spot. Uh, tell me who you think is going to take the Big Ten. Not only do I think they're going to take the Big Ten. Oh, well, you're, you're breaking up a little bit, Ray. 
Oh, man. Not only do I think they're going to win the Big Ten, I think they're going to go to the national championship game, and that's Ohio State, the Buckeyes. It's very rare that you have a really good team and you have returning redshirt seniors coming back on that team. I think your squad of JT Barrett, remember he was the offensive player of the year in the conference two years ago. Uh, and you've got Bosa and Matt. You've got a whole bunch of returning studs, and you know Urban Meyer just recruits them and fills them in. And and Big Ten will actually do them well. So I, I like Ohio State. Well, I, I see why you do. You know I'm not a big JT Barrett guy. I think Ohio State gets a little bit of a break in the schedule, but they do get Penn State at home. And for me – that's okay, because what I saw from Penn State was so much heart, and I think Franklin's got those boys ready. McSorley's good enough. They, you know, lost some guys to the pros, but I think their defense is solid. I like the line, but I think Barkley, Saquon Barkley is a Heisman top three uh, finalist probably, but I think also he's, like we talked about Lamar Jackson last year being specialer. I think Barkley is special alert and will lead Penn State to the Big Ten title this year, right? I'm going with Penn State. Wow. So, I tell you what, yeah. though, you, you, you have serious – you know, you've identified one of those guys. You're talking about quarterbacks. It's actually a very good year for running backs as well. Oh, but man. this kid Barkley is the real deal. And, uh, you know, if Nick Chubb can turn it around and get healthy, and there's a few others – it could be the year that the that the running backs push these quarterbacks a little bit. Uh, you know, Heisman nice. trophies. Tip, yeah, Heisman trophies typically go to the quarterback. I think it's something like fourteen of the last seventeen years has gone to a quarterback. But I, that kid Saquon Barkley is, is is the real deal. Watch him. Watch him all. You know, twelve games. He's he's the real deal. He's a manimal. Let's go over to the Big Twelve. That they've actually got a championship. You know, some good teams. Texas is back on the rise. West Virginia, Kansas State's looking good. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma put a bunch of guys to the NFL for Sundays. What's your thought about the Big 12? I think it's a tough conference, but it ultimately comes down to who you think is going to win the Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game because I think they'll play it twice. And obviously the one who wins it the second time is probably going to be the one who represents the Big 12, and I think that's Oklahoma. I just have a feeling Baker Mayfield, this is going to be his year. He'll he'll put up some Heisman-type numbers, and, you know, whether it's in Stillwater or whether it's in, in a neutral field, I just like this Oklahoma team. You know, like you said, they lost a lot. Losing mix, losing Mixon and Piran is a big deal. Uh, if this kid, Abdul Adams, can come back and, and fill in at least – 80% of the void, I think they have something going there. I like Oklahoma State's team, but I just don't know that they can beat Oklahoma twice. Well, you know what? I like Baker Mayfield. You know, obviously got into some trouble off the field. Sometimes he takes too many risks. They have to play Ohio State again, and last year that game broke my heart. I think they missed their window. I thought that was the year for Oklahoma. I'm going with Oklahoma State, and I think it's all about Mason Rudolph. I think this kid is ready. He's been He's listening ready. to Keith Sweat. He's been listening to Keith Sweat, and he is ready. And 
I think Oklahoma he's State. He's too young to listen. They're bringing back the R and B. The kids are bringing back the R and B. They know what's up. I think he's ready, and I think they're ready to win the Big Twelve. Man, don't sleep though on Kansas State. Your boy Schneider's got a squad up there. So let's go to the the Pac twelve and SEC. I will say this though about Rudolph though, he could be a dark horse Heisman candidate. Yeah. Well, let's go to the Pac twelve, which is perfect because we have our guest joining us, and we'll get to the SEC in a minute. Let's see. George, you're on the air with Ray and Tay. Hey, what's up, man? How you guys doing? All right. Long time, long time, but football's back. So, George, it's great to have you. Man, it's good, good to be here. But first of all, I got a bone to pick with you guys. You know, I don't like to be limited to, to the uh, Pac-12. Okay. We're not, I, we're, I know, we're never limit you, George. We're never limit you. Yeah. I, I don't know if you saw my, my – week one bold predictions I put on Twitter, but uh, they uh, weren't, they didn't include very many Pac-12 uh, findings this weekend because, I mean, aside from one game, it is a easy slate for the Pac-12 this weekend. Yeah, for um, sure. So, you know what, George, let's do this. Since we, we're doing our conference previews, let's, how about you walk us through the Pac-12 and then we'll talk to the SEC. So, we'll go East Coast, West Coast. Okay, so so with, so with the Pac-12, I put on my Pac-12 power rankings as well. Right now, I have USC at one because I mean Sam. I mean, how, how could you not? They have so much talent. Sam Darnold was sensational in the Rose Bowl. They beat up Washington last year, so that's why I have Washington at two. I actually think that Washington is going to finish lower than two. I think they are completely overrated. Um, yeah, you never like their. That team or that quarterback? You never like Browning? No, no, I am, I am selling on Browning because at in the biggest games last year against the best defenses, he played poorly. Played poorly against Alabama. Played poorly against Colorado in the Pac-12 championship, even though they won the game. Their defense continually put them in positions to be successful. It wasn't – he was playing with short fields. Their running game was going really well. But when he had to stand back there and just spin it and the running game wasn't wasn't working, he was not a good quarterback. He was below average. Okay. And, and then after that, I got um, – I have Washington State, then Stanford, and th- then I have the boys in Eugene at five. The USC, and then from uh, there, there's there's nothing to talk about. There's nothing to see here. USC or UCLA? You mean UCLA at six? Yeah, yeah, yeah. UCLA okay. at six. Yeah, and then after that, there's there's not much to see. Okay, so let me ask you this: with that, with those rankings, why Stanford so low? I mean, obviously last weekend, you know, that's you know a cupcake win for them. They put up so much points. A lot of people are taking Stanford as their sort of surprise or underdog team. In the Pac-12, I don't have them one or two, per se, for myself, but I do think Stanford has the potential to shock and surprise people. What are your thoughts on Stanford? I definitely do agree with that. However, I have to rank teams as I, as I see them. And okay. at that point in time in the season, that, that's why your power rankings change every, every week because Stanford came into the year with a quarterback issue. They weren't, they weren't sure if Chris was going to be healthy. So until he showed that he was fully healthy, and then I see the other teams play as well. I can't move them up. So I'll know more after I see some of the teams play this weekend. But I couldn't just put Stanford higher because I didn't even know if their quarterback was going to be ready to start the season. That's fair. 
All right, fair enough. So, George, let me ask you. Let's, so, let's go east. Let's let's not keep you on the west. Let's go east. The East Coast <laughs> family. So, SEC. After about a decade of everybody hands down giving the SEC the best conference, and you know people have beef with that. And and year by year, there are other conferences that can claim that. But I think consistently over the past decade, you keep being the best conference. They only have one team in the top 25, and that's, of course, Alabama. Four of the last eight national champions uh, reside down there in, uh, in, in Alabama, right, in Tuscaloosa. But talk to me about the SEC. It looks like they've got, you know, they used to be top-heavy with two, three, four teams. Now they got Alabama. And then, you know, you can argue where does, where does Auburn go, where does LSU go, Georgia. But what do you think about the SEC this year, and is there a changing of the guard in terms of the elite conferences, elite programs, are people catching up to the SEC or taking them over? Oh, oh, oh my God, dude! I, I want to throw something at you right now. Are people catching up to the SEC? <laughs> they, the SEC they've been caught been up. Passed. The SEC well, has been passed. The SEC well, hasn't been the best conference in college football in at least three seasons. The, I'll say the, one, uh, and half, the George, one and a half. No, no, no. So last year. You could make a case for the for the uh, that well not make a case, but the ACC was the best conference last year. The prior year before that, the Pac-12 was the best conference. So we're we're going on the third year right now that the fair SEC enough, is not enough, the best conference in college football. Fair enough. And but, and but, when you look at Alabama, when when you look at the conference, it's literally Alabama and everybody else. If I were Alabama, I would literally consider going independent and getting getting my own network and like Notre Dame. all the money. Like Notre Dame? Oh, oh, oh my God. Like Texas they almost did, to, right? Yes. They need to charge everybody in the SEC rent because <laughs> because they are the only thing left that is make that is making that conference, you know, quote unquote special. Because one of the things that I've been screaming from the mountaintops for years is that the SEC that they had a racket going on for years that that they they had this they had this uh this Ponzi scheme almost of of even they okay we're losing it yeah you're breaking up George we got to get you in a good spot. So already there are so already more losses to go around, right? In the uh, conference. So, so are you with me there? Right. Let me you let me ask you this a little bit. You're, you're breaking. You're breaking up. I just want to ask you this real quick about the SEC. If anyone could upset Bama, is it Auburn in the Iron Bowl, LSU, or Georgia? Do you think Florida has a shot? Can any of those three teams can they derail? Oh my God! Don't. Don't even say Florida. Florida is the second most overrated team in the entire country. I, wait, I'm just year. asking Last you. I they, agree. I, I think Florida, Florida is overhyped, and Florida Michigan's going to no pound on them. <laughs> and, and Michigan is the number one overrated team in the country. But anyways, uh, um, Florida, they were 107th in total in scoring offense last year. And then – they got players suspended all over the place. This game has turned into a scrimmage against Michigan. But and then and then you go to Georgia. Georgia will always pull a Georgia on you. And 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 Jacob Eason, I think I think he's a good quarterback. 
and we're going to see if he's turned a corner this year in terms of his his maturation because he had a two to one interception ratio last year, yeah. which is not going to give it away too much. He does. He does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And but but the only team that really realistically does have a shot is going to be Auburn. So so I believe that the SEC gets left out of the college football playoff this year because Florida State is going to beat Alabama on Saturday. And then Auburn is going to beat Alabama in the Iron Bowl. SEC gets left out of the playoff. And if if the SEC is so weak, then you're right. That loss looks terrible. Oh, boy. Yep. George, I I love when you jump out on a limb, George. You know, I I really appreciate that. To to me, that's not on, on, on a limb. Florida State beating them? No way. I mean, that's not out on a limb. Florida State has a ridiculous defense, the best defensive player in the country in Derwin James. Alabama He's lost back, five yeah. of their top seven. They lost five of their top seven. I mean, well, yeah, five, five of their, uh, their, their front seven to the NFL. So they're rebuilding there or reloading, if you will. But either way, they're still not as good as Jonathan Allen and that crew was last year. Yeah, no, and that was a so, great defense last year. All right. Hey, George, so let's get you out four. on this real – Okay, okay, go ahead. Top four. Uh, I was I was going to say the top four at the end of this year. How they are. Yeah, we want your we want your four, and then we got to talk Heisman real quick. Go ahead. Your top four. Okay, so it's going to be uh, it's going to be Florida State, USC, Penn State, and Oklahoma State, and Penn State or Oklahoma State wins the championship. So you think Ohio State's overrated too? Then. See, George, George agrees with me. George, I I have Penn State and Oklahoma State too. George, we think alike. No, I do not think that Ohio State's overrated. However, I do think that Penn State is better with 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 uh, with Barkley, McSorley, McSorley and, and Barkley. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Too much posse. So, George, who's going to bring home the Heisman? Oh man. <sighs> See, I'm I'm not so high on the Heisman anymore because it doesn't always go to the best player in college football. It goes, and and so it's frustrating at times. So, oh, of I, I mean, I've. I uh, wrote about this kid. I think he's going to have a fantastic season. I'm going with uh, unlikely. It's an unlikely pick, but I think that that this is where it kind of trends to now, which is people don't want to see the favorites win. They want somebody else to come out of the woodwork. So I'm going with Josh Rose. Oh, you're a boy. Okay. I was going to ask you, do you think he's the real deal? But I, I guess you do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and 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 in that first game against Texas A&M, he's thrown for over 400 yards and four touchdowns. Wow. Okay, George, we're gonna hold you to it. Oklahoma State or Penn State cut, taking the, the the trophy home. I love it. I love it, George. Like always, it's been great. Thanks for jumping on. Next time in a couple of weeks, we gotta have you back to talk some NFL because the season is coming and, and we're excited. And, you know, it's football, George. It's football, man. And, and by the way, for not having a team for 21 years, you guys have two teams in L.A. So we got to talk to you about what that's all about. So let's wait a few weeks. Let's get some of the, you know, you could do some, some in-the-field reporting because that must be crazy for the city of L.A. to get two football teams again 20 years later. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I'll definitely come back and see you guys, man. All right, George. Thank you so Thanks much for jumping George. on with us. Great as always. Thanks. Okay. Wish your ducks some luck. <laughs>
Uh, that was awesome. George Reister joining us, former Jaguar tight end, and most importantly, former Oregon Duck tight end, breaking it down. George does radio in L.A., does a lot of different things. Uh, always awesome. So, Ray, I mean, George and I kind of agree on Penn State and um, Oklahoma State. Who's your Pac-12 uh, champion? Ooh, I like SC. So I got to say, my final four. You know what? Maybe I'm caught up in the moment, but I'm doing the I'm doing the favorites here. I'm going with Alabama, Ohio State, SC, and Florida State. I got to say that those the, the I'm putting chalk all the way through. Oklahoma, sorry, Oklahoma might be my only team that could that could pop in there. Well. Um, I've got USC and Bama as well, and my final four is, you know, Bama battling Penn State, USC battling Florida State. I, I told you this last year, and, I, and I, I'm going stick to tr- stick to it. I cannot stand to watch JT Barrett play the quarterback position. He will hold Ohio State back. But I also think, Ray, let's be honest, just like uh, Bama, they put I – I think they put special guys in the pros this year. And I don't think Ohio State's going to have the, the, the defense that they had. And that's why Barkley and Penn State will just pound on them and beat them. The guys they put in the pros, I like Nick Bosa, but when you put, you know, their corners and their safety in the pros, three guys in the first, what, two rounds, um, they're going to miss them. So, and then, I, you know, I've got Bama beating um, USC in the chip, which I think you have, what, Bama over Ohio State? Uh, yeah, the rematch of, uh, what, three, four years ago when Urban Meyer got his national championship over in Columbus. Well, they so let's in- talk Heisman as we start to, you know, wind it down. Who uh, who you think is going to take care of business for the Heisman Trophy this year? You know, George's point was interesting that people are against the heavy favorite. So the heavy favorite's got to be Sam Darnold in USC. And if you think USC is going to the Final Four, that's a recipe for Sam Darnold to win it all, but you know what? I'm gonna say we're gonna have some we're gonna have some upsets over here, and uh, Darnold is the is the easy pick, right? The the straightforward pick, and he probably might win it. But we talked about Mason Rudolph, we talked about your boy Barkley at Penn State, Lamar Jackson. Remember the numbers that he threw up. So out of all of those guys, uh, I'm you know what? Let me go. Well, don't me forget go. about Baker Mayfield. Baker's got a lot to prove, too. Sure, sure, sure. But you know what? Since he is special, I'm going to go with Shaquan Barkley. Saquon hmm. Barkley, sorry. He is a guy that if you look at him, you have pro running back talent written on him. Oh, and it just drips off him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And all those other guys, and maybe – the quarterbacks offset each other, right? Maybe the the voters on the West Coast like Darnold. The voters on the East Coast like Lamar Jackson. Uh, maybe Jake Browning takes some love away from Darnold in that in that matchup. Maybe Baker Mayfield gets some of the center of the country, right? So I'm gonna go with the with the purest pro running back of them all, and just say, you know what? We're gonna break a trend and go with a running back this year. Because okay. what, what, I think the stat was 14 out of 17 years, it's been a quarterback. 
Well, we definitely think alike. I actually have Barkley number two, and I wanted to pick him one. But one thing that you said that I, I think is very true about Darnold, um, he'll have a lot of the West Coast love, but I think he'll have the NFL love because everyone sort of already stamped him as the number one pick. And I think he's going to have that darling season. The kids got a lot of Motsi. And I think in terms of the East Coast voters, well, the Jets, the Bills, East Coast teams, maybe the Jaguars, they're going to be staying up late to watch his game and their fan bases because guess what? They all want to see how he looks because they might get the number one pick to have him be their quarterback next year, especially Jets fans. Uh, so I think Sam Darnold wins it close. But I have Darnold, Barkley, and then I would say probably Jackson Rudolph. So I, I'm going to give it to Darnold. Um, I know it's sort of the easy choice, but I just think he's – He's ready to explode. I'm going to take you back. So, basically, you're calling him Sweet Sam the Delivery Man. Ah, like our boy Sammy G. Yep, shout out to Sam Getz, 90s cab. You got it. Definitely. So, we both have Bama, you know, and I could see them wanting to revenge it. And I think, obviously, Jalen Hurts is going to be key to that. Let's break down. Give me your final top ten as we close the show. How will the rankings end up at the end of the season? Oh, boy. So, you know what? I got to go with Alabama and then the loser of that game, Ohio State. And then I think somebody like a Clemson might pop in there. Uh, I like a Florida State. I like an SC. Uh, I like your boys from Penn State. I like Oklahoma. And then maybe an Auburn, a – Washington and an Oklahoma State kind of getting into 10, 11, 12. Okay. Well, I'm going Bama, USC, Florida State, Penn State. At five, just missing the top four, Oklahoma State. Ohio State down to six with um, Washington seven, which could easily drop down if they start to, you know, you know, fade at the season and don't have a good bowl game. Clemson, eight. Still worried about the quarterback and if he's ready. I know the team is talented, but they're also going to miss Goldman, uh, Bowyer on defense, you know, and Deshaun Watson's leadership. You can't, you know, Oklahoma, Baker Mayfield at nine. He just, he's going to miss Westbrook, P. Ryan, and Mixon. Too much talent. And then at 10, it was sort of that coin toss uh, between Michigan, Wisconsin, and Georgia. Um, I just think, and, and Stanford and Miami will be close, but I just think at the end of the day, Michigan is kind of being overlooked, and I think they're going to be sneaky good. I think they'll start off with a big win, and they might only wind up with one or two losses this season, so probably two, and um, they'll finish off the top ten. Wisconsin doesn't play anybody this year, so I think they'll be up there, but they're not as good as, you know, like, like last year's or Iowa two years ago, you know, not playing anybody, but they were just undefeated, you know. But yeah, I think the committee sees through that at the end of the day. So, look, it's going to be a great season. We're excited, you know, this this fall. We're focusing hardcore, giving you the NFL, giving you the fantasy football, and giving you the college football. And, you know, we're trying to, you know, give you quick, hard-hitting shows. So it's it's going to be fun. So stay tuned. Enjoy the upset. Enjoy the season. And um, Thursday and Saturday, it's, uh, it's college football. It's back, and it's exciting. So we'll see you uh, Tuesday, 
September, what is that, 5th, the day after Labor Day for our NFL preview and the start of the sixth season of Ray and Tay today. Talking sports with friends. Have a great weekend. Enjoy this big, big, big time matchup uh, this Saturday, and we'll see you next week. Yes, and we're still sending our love and prayers. Everybody stay safe with Hurricane Harvey and just the whole Houston, Louisiana area. Um, Ray and Tay's with you. We're out.